Indigenous Rights Radio, because knowledge is power. Recently, in the area where Sami people live, which includes part of Sweden, construction of huge turbines have been underway. In this podcast, we speak to Maya Christina Yoma, who tells us how these new sources of green energy have been impacting her people. I am Maya Christina Yoma. I'm a Sami politician at the Sami Parliament in Norway. Um, I am a member of the Governing Council. Uh, and uh, I am um, elected from the South Sami area. And, uh, and um, this is my first period in the Sami Parliament as a politician since and I began this autumn. Uh, so it's very, very exciting uh, w- work. I have always been uh, engaged in uh, in Sami society and in um, and, and always had a vision of trying to do something to preserve and develop the Sami uh, the Sami language and the culture. And I am um, raised up in a reindeer herding. The district in a reindeer herding family, and I am, am also a South Sami teacher. And before I wanted to try uh, the politic politics, and uh, so I have been uh, engaged in uh, in uh, Anasar, that's the largest uh, uh, Sami party in the Sami Parliament in Norway. Um, uh, as a youth member um, earlier, but but I wanted to try to to get uh, elected as well. So uh, last year we began our um, our um, uh, journey to to try to win the election uh, in the South Sami area, and that was. That went well, so so I'm glad to sit here today to be a um, to be working uh, at the executive council together with the president Sili uh, Karina Motka, and to to be engaged in the Sami politics uh, 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 each day. Um, so the wind farms are. Uh, a way um, that has a way of producing energy um, that has been scaled up the last uh, last late these late years, and it's huge uh, developments of um, of construction actually steel of uh, of a, a turbine that is uh, 200 meters high, and these one are being set up in the mountains in the reindeer herding and um, reindeer herding areas and, uh, and occupying land that is used for for traditional Sami livelihood and uh, and what's so this is completely new constructions at places where there has only been um, uh, it's been placed in the nature where it's no earlier constructions and 
it's actually a little hard to describe how huge they are uh, if you haven't been visiting a place. So, so it's more like an industry area than uh, than um, than anything else. So it's it's taking a lot of um, uh, uh, a lot of place, a lot of areas, and it's not and it's happening all over Sápmi from from south in uh, in the middle of nowhere in Sweden and throughout up in the north to the to the Russian side. So so um, and we see um, see that these wind farms is uh, it's more like a new way of producing power because your our land is strongly affected from uh, water power developments as well. So it, it's just taking a new new form that is and but the case is still the same that is it's occupying land for that that um, hinder us from from living our uh, traditional livelihood it's it's like when something is painted green suddenly it's, it's okay it, it's that seems to be the the, the understanding but for for us and for as the Sami people that experience that experience loss of land because of this so-called green energy is actually nothing more than than green colonization. We are so we are forced out from our our land um, because of something that the states uh, think is green energy, but there's nothing green about overstepping indigenous rights as well as as um, destroying nature so so i can't understand how this can be called green when it's obviously the opposite um, the sami people has been resistant um, since over since this was a was something new for 20 years ago and have been trying to tell um, the consequences of these constructions and developments and uh, been trying to raise their vo voice um, both in uh, as a regular human being but also through organizations and through the Sami parliament but somehow um, uh, our concerns are not being taken seriously uh, and, um, and being respected um, and, um, and we can uh, we are lucky to be, be able to, to raise our voices and to tell our concerns but there's but if you're not listened to you try you tell the concerns all the time but still not listened to or respected um this case is the it's actually the main reason i got into politics because i um this is my home homeland and this is my homeland where um we have been been living with and with the reindeers and rainy herding for centuries um or for for generations 
Um, and we have been uh, been fighting against uh, against the builders, the Fosen Wind. That's, that is actually a state-owned company, a state-owned uh, wind power company. Um, and uh, we have been um, we had a lot of losses in the court system, but in the in the last. Um, court system in Norway, actually the Norwegian Norway Supreme Court. We actually won, and uh, it is clear that these two wind farms are occupying so much grazing land for the reindeers. So it's it in, it is in violating our right to practice our culture, uh, and this is a. Um, something we have tried to to reach out from the very beginning that this this construction should never happen because it's going to uh, violate our rights, our uh, human rights. Um, and then the sad part here is that these wind farms are builded, they are producing power. And yet they are still producing power and stands, uh, even though that the uh, Supreme Court have uh, has uh, has declared it for um, uh, not valid uh, and declared it for for a construction that violates our rights. So in Norway now there is a still there is still an ongoing. Um, a violate violation of of uh, the Sami and for the rights of the Sami people at Fosen, and it seems like nothing is, um, and it seems like the states are accepting it. So that's uh, that's um, severe. When you see at the scale of these. Um, green wind energy it's it's so big um, and uh, the for the reindeers um, they are strongly affected by it and they uh, avoid areas uh, where these winter wind stands so so um, um, you can say that that uh, the Sami land and uh, uh, some territories don't have any places for for these kind of big constructions. Uh, we have lost so much land already, um, um, and um, to other big and small um, uh, constructions. So there is no there is no place left um, in in Sápmi for these kinds of. Of, um, developments. Um, so that that this case also um, was very clear um, that you should sh uh, you should look at the whole uh, reindeer, reindeer uh, herding district and see how much how much uh, developments they already have, and you have to compare to that if this. This new, um, new, um, uh, uh, this new measure is 
is uh, is too big or um, uh, how to say it in English, but but you have to to look at the whole reindeer district to see if there are, are any if they can handle another measure and another development. Um, just uh, transition um, cannot happen as long as human rights and indigenous rights are being violated. And so that's that's my main, that's a core issue and, and um, that you, you can't have this uh, this just transition if if there are, are strongly uh, affecting Sami livelihoods, uh, Sami uh, rainy herding, or or other um, ways of Sami living, such as um, uh, uh, berry pickings uh, and. Uh, uh, food gathering in the nature um, and I I think you can also link this to to climate justice since the Sapmi uh, Sapmi land and the Arctic are experiencing um, experience the consequences of the climate change and um, since the the weather and the, and the seasons are are fast are so fast switching and uh, and that our winters are so unstable um, so you have these so I'm, when I'm talking about climate justice you have on one hand um, you have to this Sami people have to deal with the consequences of the climate changes, as well as you have to to live with the consequences that are supposed to to handle climate change, such as green uh, energy developments or or um, um, yeah, that as us are are told to be a, a climate measure. But um, so you actually have a double, double climate burden um, in that way. For more on the rights of indigenous peoples, visit cs.org and follow Cultural Survival on Facebook and Twitter.